Welcome to the sixth episode of the Cheerfully Made podcast, and I am here today with a very, very special man uh, who may need no introduction, but probably does. <laughs> it's my dad, the Patrick Arbor. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Um, my dad is a great uh, cheerleader of mine and a source of inspiration, and he's a great creative thinker, and people are always asking to pick his brain. I have the benefit of being able to ask him anything at any time, um, and he has a he has a background in advertising and business coaching. I unfortunately cannot use him as a coach, we've learned. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> she just won't listen. Sometimes you just have to look outside of your family. <laughs> To, to actually be able to receive the advice. Um, but he's definitely been instrumental in sort of making me the person that I am today. And he's also, I think the, I think the best thing about you when I think about um, just like my learning style and the way and, and your teaching style is that you're a really great storyteller and you're also, you're able to come up with interesting anecdotes and metaphors for things that sort of, I, I just I, when I think of you, I think of you as a very creative problem solver, and um, and I've seen you with other people, whether it's coaching or just friends on the street or other merchants, um, sort of giving them ideas and boosting their confidence and getting them re-energized about their businesses and their brands and their products. And um, yeah, so well, let's ta- let's uh, like this is not edited as as all of them, but I think um, I'd love to hear. I know it, but nobody else does. A little bit of your background? Why are you qualified to be on the sixth episode of the Cheerfully Made podcast? Well, um, first of all, thanks for for including me. And um, um, I'm only qualified because of my my experiences, my own experiences. And I I, I didn't realize in the beginning that I was a creative person. I'd call myself a creative person and and thinking, a creative thinker. As you know, my my final company name is Just Think. And it's all about, Mm -hmm. let's stop for a minute and think. But I realized I, you know, I played like any other kid with dinky toys and, 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 and fantasized about things and that's creative and, uh, and um, I got into uh, photography early on uh, as my creative outlet and I went to Sheridan College and a couple of years there and uh, while I was there we had a teacher who came in from an ad agency in Toronto and uh, on Tuesdays he'd teach us layout. And we'd put our, photog- our photographs within this layout, but we had to write the headline and not so much body copy. But I'd always um, get the best mark in that class. And it wasn't for my photography, it was for mm-hmm. my headlines. Mm-hmm. And I realized that maybe I was a writer. <laughs> and I looked back and I'd been at a previous college and I ran the newspaper. I th- hadn't thought of that. Yeah. And when I went to university, I, was, I had a column uh, in the newspaper. And I was a writer. And in, and in university, I, uh, I had taken this creative writing course, and we had to uh, allow for Tuesdays at between 12 and 1, we were supposed to go to a room and listen to our fellow students recite whatever they'd written. It could be poetry or something. And so the teacher said, we need people in that room, so even if you bring your lunch, go there, and then you sign up, and you're the, you're the one uh, showing people. And I got to Christmas, and... Uh, Prof called me and said, "You haven't, uh, you haven't um, given us any of your writing yet. When are you gonna do that?" And I said, "Okay, okay, I'll do it next Tuesday." And I went in there and I recited some poetry and a little short story. And he called me in after, and he said, uh, "I know why I'm here. 
I don't know why you're here. You're a better writer than I am. No, that's a great compliment. How old yeah. were you at this time? Like in your oh, 20s? I, I, had, I was in my 20s because I went as a mature student. Was this at Sheridan? Uh, no, oh, this no. was at York University. Oh, okay. At York University. And I uh, can't believe I haven't told you this story. No, I think you probably have. <laughs> Again, I don't, I don't retain in one ear and not the yeah, other. That's why I can't coach you. <laughs> anyway, um, at the end of that, uh, I, I was quite angry because I was on a road to do something here. And he was saying, leave, leave school. Mm-hmm. Well, in fact, I did leave school, and um, three weeks later, I was writing Molson's wow. uh, commercials for an agency called McLaren's. I don't think that happens anymore. Maybe, I, I, maybe you were just like well, one of those stars, you know. But I don't know. I think a lot of luck, to be honest. We hit hit the right people at the right time. Ran into someone who said, "Oh, you should see Marty Myers at McLaren," and I, I, I was carrying around. Um, this black book that I put things in. I put some of my photography, so write a poem, even a letter to my mother. It was just one of these blank books we've all had that I kept my notes in. And I wrote my resume in the back of it and handed it in to Marky Myers. And uh, can we swear on this? Uh, yeah, 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 sure. So uh, I got a call <laughs> the next day from Marty Myers and he, and he said, hi, he says, I got this fucking book that you sent me and I, my <laughs> secretary just finished lining up this my, uh, you know, my resume so I could handle this and your book doesn't fit in that, in that pile. <laughs> so, and then he says, listen, uh, come in tomorrow. I'll give you 20 minutes. And, uh, at the end of 45, he hired me Amazing. and I was a junior copywriter at McLaren, McLaren. advertising, oh, which geez. was, a, and I didn't know till six months later how big it was. Anyway, still a big deal. Fell, it's still a big deal. Fell into it, fell into it. Uh, just, uh, and got to see it at the top. Didn't, no pressure on me, if you will. I'm kicking a can down yeah, there. Yeah, I think noise. your foot was, might be on this pole, stop, too, and it's, I keep that. hearing them. Anyway, that's, um, that's where it started. Uh, from there, I went to J. Walter Thompson, another large agency. Mm-hmm. Did more beer, did some Lovats, did some Burger King, did some uh, Blue Jays. You know, had, had good, mm-hmm. good fun. Um, several years later, got a phone call from a friend um, who said he, uh, his sister agency in New York was looking um, to hire a creative director for the Cleveland office. It was a big conglomerate. Where did we live at that time? We lived in Toronto. Okay. And uh, so I I went home and (laughs) told your mother Mm -hmm. that uh, I had an interview, and she said, we're not going to Cleveland, are we? And I said, no, we're not going to Cleveland. So I went to New York. I'm going to Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) So so I went to, uh, I'll try to make this story not too long, but I went to this um, interview in New York, I'd met the creative director, and he said, uh, at the end of it, he said, I'm, I'm inclined to hire you, but I'd like you to go to Cleveland and meet mm-hmm. Jim Johnson. And I went back to um, Toronto, and I got busy, and working on some accounts, and and, um, and didn't do it. And then I finally get a phone call and from Jim Johnson. He says, are you going to come and see me or not? And I said, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll go whatever you want. And uh, he sent me a ticket, and I flew to Cleveland. Picked me up at the airport. He says, I've got quite a schedule for you. You're going to meet about eight people today and but I'll pick you up at noon take you to lunch and and I'll drive you back mm-hmm. at the once, once your afternoon interviews are over I'll drive you back so at lunch he said I'm already hearing some good reports about you <laughs> and um uh but well I'll see you at the end of the day so I I see four more people and so he sees me at the end of the day and he's driving me back and he says I, I want to offer you the job and I said I'm exhausted yeah I've been repeating myself yeah, really. people they yeah. heard me once I, I, I don't even want to answer. Decision. I can't yeah. make this decision. Oh, so I okay, went home, got busy again, mm-hmm. didn't answer, get a call from the New York guy. <laughs> and he says to me, um, people don't need to hear about money, but I'm going to tell you anyway. 
He says to sure me, Sure, we uh, do need to hear yeah, my I'm making $40,000 in Toronto. And and I realized we haven't talked about money in, in, in the States. Yeah. And the creative director says, I have a budget of eighty to $120,000. I think you should take the one twenty. dollars <laughs> yeah, I'm going, you're, yeah. you're like me, creative well, director. We've got what, money in our hands. This is mid-80s, right? 1981. Not, oh, not even mid-80s. 1981. 80s. So I'm two. You're two. And uh, we're going to Cleveland. Yeah, great. <laughs> we go to Cleveland <laughs> and... Um, it got crazy. We, uh, I, I had the perfect portfolio. Cleveland office had um, Stroh's beer, and I'd been doing two beers. They had, uh, um, we did Citibank New York, out of New York, and I'd already done uh, Bank of Nova Scotia. So My you felt really confident about going into those Quite confident. Brands, yeah. And I made them confident. Yeah. And uh, so it was fun, but what I didn't realize is I was going to be senior vice president, creative director. Wow. Well, I'd never been a junior vice president, of course. Yeah. And I said, why is that? And they said, because you have a staff of 45 creative people and two of them are vice presidents. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. so, and I went, and I'll tell you, I paced that night. I didn't sleep because I thought I've tricked them. How could I possibly yeah. do that? And when I went back... That's an interesting angle to maybe explore yeah. a little bit about how every, the feeling of being a bit of a fraud and like you see people starting to get excited about what you're doing and you're like, are, me? Like, are they thinking, you know, that's that's how I feel every time somebody asks me to do a talk or even go for coffee and I think they don't know that I don't know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and even to this day, I, I go, why me? And I've, I've confronted that by saying, because the other guys are gone, you are that guy now. Yeah, right, and right. But accepting that on any given day, I still don't accept it. But otherwise, otherwise I realize, well, of, of course, I've been through, the, we're talking about going through that door and I've been through 20 times. Yeah. I am the best one to say what's on the other side of that door. I it think you have that, it's not, it's not necessarily related to what you're talking about, but I think that you have that something and, and I think I might have that something too where we're able to get people excited about things for themselves. I think that's Absolutely. probably what makes you a good coach too is like, Absolutely. It's, it's sort of, they just want a little piece of that energy yeah. or confidence yeah. or yeah. whatever it is and 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 be to be a bit humble about it and 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 start off by saying like i, I might not have all the answers but here's what i you know yeah. here's it, what that gets is, me going it's a fight for uh, uh, in humility because you want to be but you also have to accept that maybe you're that person now yeah. they're they're looking for you to lead yeah where i um uh where the penny dropped for me was a book I think written in 1959 by Norman Vincent Peale called The Power of Positive Thinking. Mm -hmm. Now I will you tell still you, read that I have never read it front to back, but <laughs> you only have to read the headline. There's so much power in positive thinking, but it's juxtaposed against there's nothing to be found in thinking negative. Yeah, right. So even if you just right. just embrace the concept, will get you further than not embracing the concept. Yeah, there's so much power in it. I think I can do it. I think I can do it. Nike's mm -hmm. shown us just do it. Uh, uh, so you 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 can you can promote yourself, yeah. you know, and say well, you can do it. I can. There's do that this. quote too that like if 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 you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Absolutely. And also, I think something that's come up a few times. I don't know if in the, these talks or just whatever I talk a lot on and off air. And uh, I think that what's really unique about being a positive thinker and for being a doer, which is what a lot of these makers are, because we are focused sort of on speaking to those people, is that just by doing, it's it's more than half the battle because there's there's 99.9% .9 of people don't ever act. They don't act on their ideas. Right. They don't right. They don't have that, that 
um, you know, willingness of disbelief that they could be successful. You Do know? something and something happens. Yeah. Do nothing and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, the fork in the road. Uh, to find out which is the right way, you've got to pick one. If you, yeah. find, if you go left and it's mm-hmm. wrong, you know that I can turn back and go right. Mm-hmm. D- do something. There's a, a, a large agency, worldwide agency called Leo Burnett. Mm-hmm. And their symbol is this, um, it's a, an arm yeah. reaching uh, towards a star. And their line says, reach for the stars and you won't get a handful of mud. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't say you're going to go to the start, but sure. but the directionally, that's the direction. It's up there. It's not down mm-hmm. there. So, mm-hmm. and, and I truly, and I think you do too, we love to promote. We love to encourage. I want to see people, because they're asking, can I? And in my life coaching and, and in my business coaching, I've, I've summed it up. People say, what do you do? And I now say, I give people permission to fly. Yeah. They've told me they can fly. They told me where they want to fly to. And I say, go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and then they've got a chance. Well, and also that's really how you learn, right? Like, and there's nothing negative. Make as many mistakes yeah. as you can, you know. Well, I try to, I sort of, um, you know, talk myself into investing in myself by thinking like, even if I try this and it costs me a couple hundred bucks, I didn't, there's no education that I can go and, and seek out. Well, there's some education, but, but really it's just by trying. Like I didn't go to school for retail. I didn't go to school for marketing even really. I went to school for advertising, but not the marketing stream. But, and those are all the things that sort of come innately to me now. Yeah. Um, but so I just think of it as like the cost of my education, it, my it, free it education. Is, it is an education. There's formal education yeah. and there's a world of education. Yeah. We, I think we've used this line ourselves a couple of times when people have asked us how... You know, I've opened a number of stores and things just mm-hmm. for fun. I turn them over within a year to the managers and other people. Yeah. I want to start them. I don't want to run them. Mm-hmm. And somebody says, how did you have the nerve to do that? And I say, yeah. I'm just naive enough to think I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll sort this out, but let's yeah. get going. You know, yeah. it's... Uh, and it's contagious. And it's and then once yeah. you do it and you realize that it's all, you know, there's always a... It, contagious is a good word, too. Yeah. I, I've witnessed my own success uh, and this isn't bragging, but every job interview I went to, I got the job. Now, that could be coincidental, like, or I could have been the best person. But I know what happened in that meeting, and I got those people enthusiastic. Yeah. I wasn't going in there saying, oh, I'm yeah. going to get them. But at the end of it, my energy, they want to buy my energy, so let's get going. Cause I'm, well, I'm, and maybe that's like the, the secret to success is just to have one cheerleader, like one oh. person who really believes in you. That's sort of what I want to do with my, you know, I feel like my brand has has evolved a bit and I keep on, for a long time when I changed the name to Cheerfully Made, I was like, mm, it's weak, it's not quite as strong as Hello Yellow, it doesn't roll off the tongue. But there's something with that whole cheerful brand promise mm. and the cheerleader idea and I feel like that's who I, who I am and who I want to be for other people. I get really excited watching other people succeed and I also it's I also find it really rewarding when they say you really helped me do that like that's my ego I get the that's ego it. part of it exactly right? no uh, yeah. we get a lot from this yeah uh, and and I need you um, I hear it when I, I do know, that for I some reason it's okay it doesn't matter yeah. I, I'm glad I need you in order for me to be me so mm-hmm. I'm looking for those people that want help so we, we you and I always get every six months get into this I wish people picking my brain it's getting a little sore but mm-hmm. we also want people to I was just saying that to someone today it's like I, I'm like Ugh. and then as soon as people stop asking I'm like do you want to go for coffee? Like, you yeah. know, I'm looking for yeah. people to yeah. talk to I want to be involved yeah. I love being involved I, I feel very lucky that I found my calling yeah. it, it, it happens to be in marketing but it could have been somewhere else it's encourage, mm-hmm. encouragement involvement 
I use an analogy. You're right. I, I absolutely use parables and analogies to get you into that mm-hmm. w- where I think you're, you should be thinking. And uh, I always use baseball. Baseball is my love. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always, so I used to be um, a rookie and I got a position. Then I was starting pitcher. And then I, then they sort of put me in the. I never uh, know if uh, these are true stories. This is no, not no, a true, This is an no, analogy. This is an analogy. You weren't actually a professional baseball player. <laughs> I actually was not okay. a professional okay, baseball player. See, I don't, maybe I, I don't know all your stories. I wrote, I wrote the Blue Jays song. You know, I was going to put that in the show notes. So, a side yeah. note, I'm sure you've all heard the song, OK Blue Jays, Let's Play Ball. My dad wrote that song. Ta da. We should, I wish I had it right now so I could play it in the background. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, besides that. Side, side note, he did so, it in the 80s as a junior copywriter and did not get the credit or the royalties. So it's not, I got the credit. We're not, not the, the credit. I got the credit. No royalties. <laughs> no royalties. Lots of fond memories. Yeah. Um, so now I'm, I, so then I started coaching the team and then the team was in trouble so I bought it and now I sit in the stands but I want to, I want to be around baseball. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to find a way. Yeah. Anyway, that's, well. that's been. Well, originally when I invited you to come and talk, I wanted to talk a bit about branding because you have some really good ideas, I think. And, and one thing I'm sort of working on this, this digital workshop, Teachable, talking about the importance of branding and how, um, how involved branding is, is. I don't know if this is enough of a segue. People probably just got excited about talking about the power of positive thinking, but I'm sure it'll come back around. Um, so I would love to know what you think either makes a great brand maybe to start or like, how about what is branding? Yeah, I think um, I, I, I really have an opinion on this because I've seen, and with all, with apologies to other agencies and things, I've seen it done wrong. Uh, people, um, know that they can sell branding but they they themselves don't even grasp it and i am if if you spend much time with me you'll find that i try to keep things quite very simple it's really simple let's just do it you know naive enough yeah and and so when i explain branding i start right at the basics um and it is an understanding of branding you need first before (laughs) you can develop a brand right so here's branding you and i are in a field of cattle and there i've got my cattle out there you've got your cattle out there and it's time to go into the barn and you start leading one of these cows over and I go, oh, wait a minute, I think, I think that's mine. <laughs> and you go, oh, looks like mine. Hmm. I said, well, I'm pretty sure it's mine. We don't want this to happen again. Why don't you literally brand this cow? And it did come from this. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you brand, um, you put E on it and I won't put any on mine. So next time we're out there, all the E's go with you and all the ones without a brand go with me. Yeah. And that's so we recognize our cattle. Right. Now, yours is going to be more recognizable because I could be in a field with none, but uh, sure. right now. So your, yours are easily recognizable. They have an E branded into them. That's the basis of branding, recognition. So now take that to your own product line, and what can you do to be recognized? People then jump to logos and slogans, yeah. and they think it's done. Yeah. Maybe a color. There's so much more yeah. to that. There's uh, You may not even need a slogan. I don't think you, you could probably couldn't name the Shell Oil slogan or IBM. Somebody could, but mm-hmm. you could name Nike because you know at least they just do it. Or McDonald's, you know, you started yeah. with "You deserve a break today," and it, they use a lot of "you" by the way, um, uh, right. money back from your dollar. They, they, they had a plan. I think that so, chair is squeaking now. Yeah. Okay. Is we'll it? Stop. it is. He's it moving is. a lot. If you can see I him. Put my legs up can here. I get you another chair? No, I've got to put my legs down. He's I, very I, bouncy. I, he's, I'm quite bouncy. I'll today. have to put a yeah. Had a lot of coffee. <laughs> A lot of coffee. Well, would you rather have another chair so you don't? No, to... I, I'd rather control myself. Okay. If I may, if I may have that okay. choice. <laughs> so back to branding. Sorry. 
so I'll give you another example, and then we'll go to a really good example. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go to that one first. Okay. So, um, um, Crest came along, and they said, fights cavities. Oh, they've just branded a toothpaste that fights cavities. Mm -hmm. And along comes Colgate and goes, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ours fights cavities, too. But we can't do me, too, so we'll be... Um, uh, I don't even know what crests is, but let's yeah. say fresher, whiter teeth. Whiter teeth, yeah. Sure. And then another guy comes along and goes, oh, damn it. We, we'll give you white teeth and we'll give you less cavities, but we'll do fresher breath. Yeah. They found a category. Now, you're walking down the aisle in the, in the drugstore and you need toothpaste, but you'd like your teeth to be whiter. Which right. one? You pick the brand that promises whiter teeth, mm -hmm. fresher breath, or the one that says all of them. But Can they... you do all of them, or is it better to pick a lane? Like Oh, they, like, they yeah. are, they've all got the same ingredients yeah. in but them. But they're I focused. Mean, and actually, focus. I think uh, what you see, too, is sometimes they have, like, it's Crest, but they've got three different kinds. They're exactly. probably all the same formula. And that was the next level of branding. They okay. all said... So they said that I've got a hundred people that buy toothpaste and I've got them all until the other people come in and say, oh, 20% went over mm -hmm. here because they, they, they knew there were going to be less right. cavities, but they wanted. And so as they all came in, even the Sensodynes who really focused on, yeah. you know, less sensitive teeth, um, they all said, Jesus, we, we're breaking up the market. I like some of that fresher breath market. Maybe we'll right. do a fresher breath with, yeah. they won't use the phrase, but they'll say it also sure. comes with chlorine or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so that's what branding that's a great example of, of, of strong Just owning brands. something. Owning something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, I'll give you the next story is, um, and, and this broadens it. And this is a true story, um, even though I know you won't believe me. <laughs> and I'm not so sorry. I've said it so many times whether I believe myself. But I know I was actually giving, <laughs> a, giving a talk at the Chamber of Commerce right here in Almont. Okay. And, um, and, I'm, and it was about branding. And I showed them logos and why things work and blah, blah, blah. And somebody in the back, I think it was an alderman, uh, said, uh, could you tell us how to brand Almont? Mm -hmm. And I was a little uh, put off by it, but I said, no, it's not just in my pocket. You know, right. but, but, but I can tell you how, how we would start. For instance, it's the friendly town, it says on our water tower. So if we decide to brand around friendly town, the first thing we've got to do is define friendly. Sure. So is friendly, define, you said define, define, define it, yeah. Is, so to me, like for instance, friendly could be if you're a tourist in this town and um, somebody says, where's the closest grocery store? Maybe we would walk them there rather than point. Sure. That's friendly. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, if we had... Um, too uh, friendly. Uh, too friendly. <laughs> if we had parking meters, which we don't, uh, on weekends, merchants could come out and put nickels and dimes sure. in the parking meters so that none of our tourist friends get yeah. a ticket. We have to sit down and say, what is friendly? And then you have to execute it on it. Right. But that has nothing to do with a, a logo yeah. or a phrase. The sure. phrase sort it's of led. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. Yeah. It led you to what does friendly mean? It's a friendly town. Well, what do they mean by that? Well, go and watch. And you find out, oh, my God. They, you go to the donut yeah. shop and you always get the 13th. You order a dozen, you always get 13th. It also kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, I think, because we sort of are the friendly town. And mm -hmm. we have been, despite mm -hmm. maybe not even working towards mm -hmm. it in the last little mm -hmm. while. And it's like people just associate that. The, with it, and, yeah. it's, and it's called defending the brand. You just yeah. don't have it and leave it there. Here's defending the brand. We've got a phrase and we've got a logo and we've got it on our stationery. We've got it on our windows. We've got it everywhere. And a year later, we come up with a brochure and we send it off to the printer and it comes back and the font has changed or mm -hmm. our colors has changed. It's defending. 
in, in the early days when we, we did major logo treatments for companies, we had a book of a Bible yeah. on how to do it. It's always in the left-hand corner. It's never less yeah. than two and a quarter inches. It's always these Pantone colors. Yeah. The phrase has always got quotes. What do they call that? A style sheet or something? Style or style sheet. guidelines? Yeah, yeah, like, I know yeah. I wish more people wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah. And I'm tempted all the time to be, I see a, a new font or a mm-hmm. new color mm-hmm. treatment or something, and I think... Ooh, I, maybe I, it's time for me to rebrand. And you can, but you yeah. can, because but maybe it's because maybe you, not you, all the you've time. opened up a new part in your store, so it's a family, but it should be in the family. Sure, of. Yeah. So this is this is um, cheerfully made the adult version yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but but you've got to blend it in because you should also um, rethink you. You have to up, upgrade it. Once yeah, in a while, right. Or as, not as styles change yeah. or not. It, exactly. That's why I think it's always better just to be pretty yeah. simple. But yeah. so. So if we're talking to makers and let's say we could even, whatever, I'm not going to use something of mine as an example, but let's say like a jeweler or, or somebody who's just starting, they like, I would always recommend that you hire a professional, but with, with, um, with the internet and Pinterest and, you know, websites like creative market or other things like that, you can find a lot of inspiration on online. Like how, is there is there like a simple exercise um, that I've written a little bit about this in my workshop that I'm putting together? But but what do you think someone who's not gonna have a budget to hire a professional? What are the basic things that you should do before you launch your brand? Well, again, I think. Or can you, you do it without a brand? Like, is there you, such you thing can. as launching a product with no brand? Sure, it could turn into a brand. We've got Baker Bob in this town. He didn't try to. Sure, do that's a brand. true. He became the brand. Yeah, and he had it. He was a name. And what yeah. is it? It's it's a guy uh, mm-hmm. with a name. Right. Uh, and it's and it's fun. You know, mm-hmm. that's what Baker Bob, if you ask people, they'd all fall in the same category. Mm-hmm. Baker Bob, Baker Bob. It's yeah. not even the name of the store. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, what is the name of the store? Bread and Butter Bakery. Bread and Butter Bakery. Well, I think it's changed now. It's called Baker well, Bob's now. Well, we put now. the sign yeah, the sign. Baker, Baker Bob. But that was stronger, right? So it sort of rose above. I love the name, the so idea of Bread and yeah. Butter Bakery. It's adorable. So it, it can but happen. People... We na- the, the community named him Baker Bob. Mm-hmm. We've seen it happen in sports where they just, um, you know, instead of the Ottawa Sens, Senators, it's the Sens, you know. Right, so the right. public will do it to you sometimes. And if it suits you, let it stay, stay mm-hmm. where it is. Sure. But the answer to your that earlier question is, as long as you understand it. So mm-hmm. if you can do an exercise to understand it, here's one I'd give you, and I'm, I'm, I'm making this up, so uh, uh, there might be a flaw in it, but it would be like having um, cue cards, and I show it to you, and I say, and I show you the shell sign, but it doesn't say shell, and you go, that's shell. Okay, oh, you yeah. recognize the yeah, shell yeah. sign. You recognize, um, sure. you know, and, and if, you, if you recognize it, Mm-hmm. Um, you'd see the strength of it. So when you're developing yours, make sure it, it has a chance yeah. to be to be recognized. Mm-hmm. We we um, I'd have to have some. So no, some thoughts. Yeah, so yeah, I did we'll think about it a little bit this week because I was at the Etsy summit and we did have a girl come and talk on branding and it and it really got me thinking. I think I I did this sort of instinctively, but mm-hmm. um, but it was good to sort of hear. And she and she was like, I want you to pick three words that describe your brand. So for instance, with campy candles, it might be. Um, natural, playful, and simple. It's like so, and then she, and then so we sort of like we took some a breakout time and we picked those three words for in our groups, and then you had to write a sentence. It's like campy candles are an all nat a simple, playful, all natural candle line. Period. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, just check yourself against that all the time. If you're creating a logo, look at that and say, does that say simple, playful? Um, whatever else is natural. natural and if it doesn't then you have to squash it and yeah. move on yeah. so I think that would that, be it that's like, absolutely it yeah that's it. I used to call it what it was is um, we used to call it the consumer response here, here's a different version consumer response I like those 
candles because they burn for 70 hours. Oh, I, I really like those soy, those naturally burned soy. You, oh, and, yeah, you, yeah. And, you, and we would develop what we call the clumsy sentence. Oh, that, that's, I think that's really key. I think it people is. could really do that. Looks, okay, so that's who we are. They were never meant for the public to see. But they were there for us to deliver on. Sure. So where's the where's the, the soy's in there? That's an easy one. Um, where's the in our marketing? We deliver on those promises. Sure. It's kind of our promise to the public. But don't you think also like I, you know, we talked about there, there's logo, there's colors, there's feel. I there's I feel like tone mood. of voice, mood, like Everything. the way That's what the way you is. write. You should look at that line and say like, did I write this in a playful, simple way? Yeah, I'll give you. If not, it's not a campy candle. Personal you know? example, yeah. and it's happened to me probably three times in my career. Mm-hmm. And they are friends of mine or associates, and they've come up to me and say, I saw I saw the ad you did in the paper. They had no idea I wrote mm-hmm. that ad, but they recognized my brand. Yeah. It, my brand isn't going to stand out all the time, but in their world, they'd seen enough of how I write a headline, whether, mm-hmm. it's, whether it's... And yeah. I always do twists. I have, you know, not every time, but I do have a style. Yeah. Um, that, that crops up once in a while and they'd seen enough of it that they and I and in fact it was my ad mm-hmm. then you know you're there <laughs> that's yeah, like yeah. the shell sign without the shell so whatever whether it's the mood the greeting at the door the bubblegum mm-hmm. stick you hand them when they leave yeah. um, the light that flickers in the corner all the time the kind of you only play 80s music doesn't matter it's, it, it's all encompassing yeah. and you should be looking your packaging mm-hmm. it, you, you know maybe you know why I think they change the bags here every yeah. six months. It's yeah. a different color. You can tell the color by the month. I never noticed that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to broadcast it. You have to deliver on it. Yeah. And all these little soft things, yeah. emotional things. And you and I know, and we'll do another blog on this some way down the road yeah. on emotion, the role yeah. emotion plays in. Oh in yeah, all this. that's it's really huge. I gotta write that down so I don't forget. Huge. Um, I think too, you can get really overwhelmed with thinking you need to be all those things at once. But if you know where you're going. Um, I think, you know, like if you, okay, so you haven't had time to like focus on what your packaging is going to look like, whatever. I, I don't, I, I hate when, um, things like, you know, so let's say you've got your product all made, you haven't nailed down what your logo is going to be, but you have your name and you know, you're just overwhelmed all these things. I hate when people, I see people get like completely stuck. Mm-hmm. and don't actually, like it's the failure to launch because they think they, they need, need to be polished to begin with. And I, I really, I say it all the time, but I really think like done is better than perfect. As long as you have that one line and that like little, I, I mean, I've never written a business plan, but I still ha- have it in my head and I have the, like, this is mm-hmm. the name of my business. This is how I intend to sell. This is how right. I, you know. I agree. I think you can just like, it's okay also to just start and perfect things later. I agree. Yeah. And then listen, because uh, your public will tell you. Mm-hmm. That the, the guys that started calling him Baker Bob, it wasn't him yeah. calling himself Baker. So listen, it doesn't have to be overnight. Mm-hmm. You want a little bit of recognition. It's all towards recognition. If, if all of a sudden another farmer had E on his, you mm-hmm. might have to go to uh, small E, small case E with a circle around it. Sure, so, yeah. so always be, branding doesn't have to stop. Mm-hmm. It, but you need some recognition. You don't want to look like three different. I don't know what store I got here because the bags were all different. Where'd you buy that? I'm not sure. Yeah. You'd know by the bag or the yeah. name on the bag. So, no, it doesn't have to be overnight. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Get started. Um, get going. Yeah. Get, and then, and yeah, and then, and evolve as you need to because you might end up somewhere you didn't even imagine that you were going to go. And, and, and like and you said, like be open to that. Yeah. Be open to that. That's I'm, how you grow up. Oh, right? man. There are stories, and uh, I'm going to look again. Uh, of 
uh, stores that are out in the middle of nowhere that the parking lot has 200 people in it because it's a nice yeah. be an ice cream parlor it can sure, be a, yeah. and, and they got branded as oh if you're ever in Vermont you got to go here it's kind of 50 kilometers out of the way but yeah. it's such a fantastic and people have flocked there yeah. they flock because of the brand because of the brand <laughs> the, yeah. the emotion they're feeling yeah. about having to see this place yeah. and then you got to deliver yeah, yeah, this is what I was no, going to say, yeah. too, because I've driven no, to places yeah. like that and been like, seriously? Yeah. I remember even being like, we went to New York last year with some friends, and everybody talks about, like, oh, you got to eat New York hot dogs on the street. Gross. <laughs> like, they're just literally yeah. the hot dogs sure. in my freezer right sure. now. There's better hot dogs in Toronto. But they got Toronto. a great brand, because people the, are going to keep coming, and you could, a lot of people are going to eat gross hot dogs. It's like they've never had a good hot dog. we're going to sell them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a powerful brand. It is. I, I don't even know how that one happened, because that would definitely yeah. be more organic, right? Yeah. Like, there's oh, no yeah. definite brand. Okay. So, but... so be open to organic. Yeah. <laughs> don't jump. Don't have the public tell you what to do. But when you're hearing it on a regular sure. basis, they're telling you that you, yeah. you should be doing it. Well, and so, and this doesn't necessarily have to do with branding, but I think it would apply to some makers. It's like, like you said about being fluid. So, you know, you make these jewelry, this jewelry and no one, you're, you make all these blue ones and nobody's buying the blue ones. Just like, listen to pick up what, and you made less green, but they bought all the green. So like, you know, evolve in that way and gotta listen. listen. or like some of my candles, some people just, there's one that I love. Nobody else likes it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Get rid of it. I get rid of it. You you do have to listen to your public. It isn't about you. You're, you're not buying these candles. It's yeah. not about you. You're in control, you're in but control. you're but yeah. you do yeah. need to yeah. listen to what people yeah. want. Yeah. Yeah. No, you really do. Yeah. You really do. Okay. And deliver on it. <laughs> and deliver on it. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else? What else? You know what I want to talk about a little bit, but I uh, maybe it's I don't know. Well, whatever. Who cares? Um, is so I, we have in Elmont here. We don't have a BIA, and we have a defunct chamber of commerce, mm-hmm. but. We do have a group of merchants that work really well together mm-hmm. and we just communicate through a Facebook group and mm-hmm. I'm one of the admins. And with my, you know, marketing and branding background, something that I've been wanting to do for a long time is to brand Elmont. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who's even listening to this, but Elmont is the town in which we live. It's population about 5,000. It's a tourist destination just west of Ottawa. And it's just, it's a really beautiful place. It's, it's the friendly place. town. It's got a cool little river running through it. We've got some really, we've got some really... <laughs> great stores and but there really is no brand we've got like three websites i mean if if i've got some friends at the town that i know put a lot of energy into the website stuff and so bless your hearts i still think it should be and it's great what we do have but it could be so much better there's no real hub i don't find for getting the tourist information out there it doesn't reflect the town actually well because we're we're brand we are almont but we're actually the township of mississippi mills is part of the problem because there's four different small towns in the one area. Anyway, so, you know, at our last meeting, I said, we talked about advertising. And in the past, you know, we've bought double page spreads in our local papers. And then, and I mean, I actually, I, I love our local paper and I want to support it. But I also think we're preaching to the choir by advertising locally. If we want to be a destination, we might need to go outside of Almont. Um, mind, blo- mind blowing idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but also what happens with these ads is because they're a group effort, it ends up just being a mess of logos or tiny pictures of people's store interiors or products. And to me, there's like zero polish and it's not about, I, I really, be- I mean, of course I want to see my logo and stuff, but I also think that this group is called Destination Almont. So what's good to, in my mind, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And if we could advertise Almont as a destination, we will all benefit. 
Absolutely. And so I just feel like that would be a stronger message. So how do you think I can communicate to these other merchants who I totally, you know, we all have very limited budgets. And so if I'm going to be spending a couple hundred dollars on an ad, I want, like, it's hard to let go of that, of your name not being on it. You know, how yeah, do I convince yeah, yeah. them that if I'm right, um, how do I convince them that it, that it will be even more valuable to them to advertise the town and not just well, their, uh, little, um, their little business? You, you probably have to prove it to them. I, I have a story that uh, of a company I'm involved with, and I can show you the results uh, of doing exactly that. And it's, and it's Neil Core Homes. Mm-hmm. And I, I write the radio for Neil Core Homes, as you know. And when I, God bless them, they just let me do it. Because yeah. when I went to them, you know, and, and they're going to want to say, you know, you know, houses from two seventy nine nine, and it's got this kind of insulation, it's got this kind of roofs, and it's got this many rooms. We don't talk about the house at all. We talk because yeah. if you see, I'm want, surprised they let you do well, that. You, well, I'm happy they do, it, and they've yeah, got, of course. but they've been successful. They give me a lot of credit for the success because of that. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't live in parallel worlds, so no. it might have happened at the same time, but. They understand the concept of why am I talking about a house in Almont unless you're willing to move to Almont. So you're so selling we, Almont. We sell Almont, then we talk a little bit about the community uh, um, of, of Mill Run, and then we say brought to you by the good people in the Because and that's probably homes. how people choose their homes anyways, the, right? It is. They're where they want to live, the how, community. The most, I'm going to describe a house that you'd love to own, and you're going to say, when can I see it? And I go, you know it's in Newfoundland, eh? You yeah. go, well, no, I'm not going to Newfoundland. Then I wasted my time. Yeah. And I think, so you can show by example, and maybe that's a little um, um, too close to home because I'm giving you example in our family, if you will. But I'll bet we could find other examples uh, mm-hmm. uh, outside of here by promoting the town that's a draw and I know we can so mm-hmm. the answer to your question is you got to prove it to them yeah. so you can prove it through example but you could also ask can we try it because when you talked about the problem I have a problem with the website too and you've explained to me why it's a problem and it has to be the way it is because there's so many municipalities but why can't we have an Almont one yeah. why can't our downtown have uh, it doesn't cost a lot anymore for websites yeah why can't we have the Almont um, URL it can even URL. redirect yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, well, it no, doesn't, you're right. I don't, I don't I'm not going to talk about the the park uh, or the industrial park or the other things we're going to focus on on the business mm-hmm. aspect of it but it also helps the whole that's interesting yeah, that's well, not, that's yeah. and then and then you know we might even be able to sell advertising on it you know why, why wouldn't absolutely you? we would be able gonna to Neil Corps is going to buy the banner well yeah and, and and quite frankly people that put it up don't even have to pay for it do they I mean it depends on how you structure what it what do they call that nepotism yeah I think we might call that. no you and I are nepotism <laughs> no but if you're selling the, <laughs> yeah. the advertising for Neil Corps or you're buying their oh yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I've got yeah, this website. Yeah. But that's it. And then um, the biggest flaw in this, is, and you've identified it, is it's, it's spending money. You have mm-hmm. small budgets. Because realistically, yes, you should be selling. Your ads should be running in other towns. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You're talking, you know, and the hum, God bless the hum too. And I want to support them. They go out regionally sure. here a little they, bit. They definitely but hit they some of those areas. They do, but, yeah. but, but it's restricted to a certain volume. And we maybe need more volume, so yeah. we need more money to publish and mm-hmm. other other things but the internet is is, is I the, know. the media to do it in so why don't we have more you could have a podcast out of Almont yeah you know, here's here's the here's the uh, Mill Street podcast. oh I'd like to do some yeah and, and you different. put the onus on you know somebody might do it or, or they all do one a month yeah. um, or whatever I'd anyway, like there's to... an ant there's an answer to that and it isn't turning it over to municipalities God bless them again, but they they have to take care of everyone, and we may have yeah. to 
uh, we well, can be part and of it. I would love to see a dedicated team because, uh, like everything, you know, you can't be Absolutely. good at everything, and there are a few people who are better at the, you know, the digital the side and it. the marketing and the advertising. Give it to the people yeah. that do it and are willing to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Maybe. we have hospital boards. We have these boards, and we call it the chamber and, and the BIA. But why don't we have a, a, a business board? Or, yeah. and, and it can be small or large. You can yeah. invite everybody in, or you could decide to restrict it to Mill Street. Yeah. That's up. Well, that it's sort of seems to be where it's going. I don't know. Uh, you know, yeah. we talk all the time so about about sort of reinstating the BIA. But I don't quite understand BIAs, but I think, I, I know they can they be, they benefit some towns, and yeah. I don't really I haven't really had very much experience with them. Yeah. I don't know that we've had one for a long time. It's been a long time, so yeah. at least ten years. Yeah, I, I so think. as long as I've had business in Elmont, yeah. we haven't had a yeah. BIA. But what, what we need is a group, and whether it's BIA or chamber, uh, let's look at why you'd call it a chamber, or why, what are the advantages of chambers mm-hmm. or BIAs, or a brand new group that no other town's ever had. Sure. I love that concept. It's like, so, it's like, like big, big cities, you know, chambers work. Yeah. Maybe, the, maybe there's a size where they, they don't work because mm-hmm. of what they can do. Yeah. But, um, and, and you know what? Here's an interesting concept, too. Not concept, but here's reality. Um, what is it we're trying to do? Mm-hmm. Some people think, you know, because sometimes you take a, um, you know, a bulldozer and all you needed was a wheelbarrow. You know, <laughs> what, what is it we're trying to achieve? Because you could achieve that with this as much as we want a chamber. It's like, well, chamber might be overkill or BIA sure. might be uh, too unwieldy. So what are we trying to achieve? Well, we, we know generally we want more people to be aware of what we have to offer here. Let's let's remind people they can they can apply that to their own small business too. Absolutely. What are you Same to, thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. What are you and, trying to achieve? Are you it, trying to make this your full-time business? Are yeah, you trying to make $30,000? Yeah. Are you trying to yeah, get into yeah, more stores? Yeah. yeah. If we, I don't know how much time we have left. Uh, but five minutes. Five minutes. Ten minutes um, yeah. This is probably worth a longer discussion if you okay. ever want to do it, but the whole concept of media and, and the yeah. role of media and how to, and again, media is a real understanding. So I might whet your appetite a little bit mm-hmm. here to give you an understanding. <laughs> okay. Because when you're, and here's, a, here's what I try to preach to a lot of my clients. God bless the newspapers, the radio, and the television, and the billboard people. But when they're knocking on your door and saying, you should be in the newspaper, and you're saying, okay, you should know why. (laughs) They're doing their job. The newspaper guy says, this is the best place to be in. Well, that's all he has to offer. So he has to. The television guy saying the same. The radio. You might have to be in all of them. Maybe you can't afford to be in Mm -hmm. all of them. I, I say... You should be opening the door for the newspaper guy just as he or she's starting to knock. Because you're yeah. saying, my, we're glad you're here because I need newspaper. Now let's talk about what your newspaper is sure. all about. You've got to understand, I've seen too many people in this market buy radio. That, and <laughs> if, if you, you might buy radio for your hairdressing place and you're reaching <laughs> 200,000 people, mm-hmm. but there's only... 800 people will ever use you right. it could be a real waste because uh, yeah. it's going out it's going into Orleans and no one's driving here to get their hair yeah. cut and it can go to here so you've got to by product understand where your media dollars should go and I think we could apply that to small businesses by by saying like you know if you're what you know don't do the baby shows if you're a fine jeweler or don't do you like like find that's something else i want i talk about a bit in my little workshop is how to find the good shows and how to find your people Mm -hmm. your Mm -hmm. shoppers Mm -hmm. so just because someone's offering you an opportunity like i get an email every month to be part of the cottage show i don't want to be part of the cottage show no and and if if somebody comes in and says will you hunt uh 
will you sponsor my peewee team for $50? That's a corporate investment. Don't take it out of your marketing dollars. Sure, it's you okay. as a person that wants to help out. That's Don't take it out of my market. You just, it's more of a I need charitable $50 more dollars. Well, I spend it on a, well, that's, that's corporate. Okay. And, and even understanding, I've had clients and this is a, this is a made up story in effect for the numbers, but mm-hmm. who say to me, I've got, I said, what is your budget? And they rarely have them, but they'll say $12,000 <laughs> and they expect me to come with back with a plan of a thousand dollars a month. And I'm really going to come back with a plan. I'm going to spend six the first month. Yeah. <laughs> for the next month right. and to the last. If we can't make an impact in those three months, there's something else wrong. Sure. But a thousand dollars a month is a pretty quiet voice out there. Okay. That's a little ad, yeah. little ad where I'm going to own a page for the next right. two 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 weeks. That's a whole other topic ad. itself too. Yeah, probably it is. is about it is about more. consistency, staying top of mind. And I have some like I'm you know I know you're not like you are on Instagram. You're on all those things. But there is a real strategy too for for staying top of mind there's you can Absolutely. you can post too much so you become part of the Absolutely. you just blend in or you can post away. not enough yeah exactly <laughs> you go go away and i'll give you a, just to finish on that yeah. note um there was a beer called um labat's 50. Mm-hmm. 50 yeah i remember there's that. another one though oh. labat's black label oh, okay. hey mabel black label mm-hmm. it was a hit way back when it went away in advertising but you could still get it at the store. Oh. And then in the 90s, I think, they relaunched it and young kids hit it and it became the popular beer. So it's gone away again. You can still buy it. You think that's beer. a strategy? Uh, no, I don't know what... Well, it's possible, but yeah. I don't think they had enough beers. That like they the can. McRib? Well, yeah, well, it is. McRib <laughs> and, and Shamrock Shakes, Shamrock they are strategies. But yeah. the point is, uh, you think if you go away, someone will replace you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so you can't go away entirely. Well, so that maybe brings me to the last question, um, but can't go away. So which one is, who's your favorite daughter? My favorite daughter <laughs> is... Which um, one didn't go away? <laughs> yeah. Which one didn't well, go away? Which connection. one came back? It's a bad connection. It's a bad connection. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I, I'll, I'll tweet you. For di- yeah. I'll DM. <laughs> Put it in my DMs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was great. I think that was probably more informative than my last uh, drunken chat with Suzanne from PEI, but... Um, she's your favorite. Thanks. She's one. I have a few favorites there, yeah. but she's one of them for sure. Good. Um, thanks for coming in and taking the time as always. And uh, I think we'll probably have you back on and talk about more business stuff. It's a little, little less fluff uh, yeah. than my usual uh, yeah. recording. So I think Absolutely. that was very helpful. Thank you. Okay. Oh, thank you. See you in one minute. Okay. <laughs> Bye.